Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Scramble through our world-class golf courses or shop your way through the square. Be one with nature as you hike or bike through our parks and trails or hunker down at one of our breweries. And when it's time to eat, be sure to bite into our eclectic food scene. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. I just had a, I don't know what it is about this music. I know. It, it makes me makes me want to go bow bow chicka bow bow. Hey everyone, welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. This is uh, Tim. I got uh, Jamie, Brian, and Bob joining me in studio tonight. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about what's near and dear to my heart, food. Hmm. Food. Yes, yes. Food. food's okay, I we guess. We love food. Yes, food's good stuff. So we haven't, we haven't actually talked a little bit. And um, I know I've been, I've been doing a little bit of uh, smoking lately. Brian, you got a nice smoker as well, and I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about like what you guys do. Not necessarily because it, it's hard to it's hard to smoke wild game. Not a lot of fat content with yeah. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even the leaner cut meats and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you got a nice smoker. What last year? So yeah, it actually, was? it was. It was uh, during the summer. Actually, I um, I uh, I'm an electrician, so I was doing a side job for one of my neighbors actually, and he. Uh, He's like, hey, when you come over, I'm gonna, um, I'll smoke some, uh, some wings for you, you know, as you're doing work. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool, man. So we actually had uh, two smokers set up, and actually they're um, pellet grills, so it's a different type, but all the same in the end, you know. And uh, is that like a uh, indirect heat? Uh, yeah, it's indirect heat. Okay. Um, you fill up the one hopper on the left side, or you know, on the one side, and then it actually just funnels in the pellets as it needs it, you know, depending on what temperature you set it at. Hmm. And uh, so I'm outside. We were actually doing security cameras for him, and I'm, I had the outside job, and I was just smelling this wonderful uh, food cooking for a couple hours as I'm out out there. And uh, then he actually had a brisket uh, going on the other side, you nice. know, so beef brisket. He, and he's like, "Well, uh, you know, it's uh, the wings will be done a lot sooner, so you'll be able to have that." I'm like, "Well, you never know how long it's going to take to get done, so I might be able to like, try that brisket as well," you know. But uh, so I just looked at the did setup. You, he did had. you delay it on, on purpose? <laughs> no, I didn't delay it on purpose. But he did give me a piece of that later. Actually, it's funny. a lot of running back to the truck. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, almost done. Yeah. Right. So my thing is, is um, you know, I I wasn't sure. You know, I love we love grilling. We uh, as a as a family, like I grill year round. So yeah, I'm like that guy. I in the back. I it, there's no like oh it's spring or summer. Hey, now we can start grilling. No, yeah. we 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 grill in the winter. We grill all the time. So. Yeah. I always thought we would be good on, on smoking, but for some reason, my family they didn't they didn't seem like they liked it. So hey, I, I know I was like, what? So, but we had these wings uh, at lunch, and they were unbelievable, out of this world, you know. So I, 
I had to write down the name of the smoker, you know, the pellet grill that he had. Uh, I'll put a little plug for Rec Tech, but um, and it was just so easy. You know, he's like, man, he goes, this thing has an app. You know, you can set it. I can turn it on and off with my phone. If I'm on a different remote location, they have probes that you can probe in the meat. You can check it as you're, you know, I'm at work, you know. And I so can it's tell Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi. Nice. It hooks up. It's enabled. It's so easy, you know. And then with all the recipes and, and, and they have, you know, a different community on Facebook that you can, people share recipes, temperatures and, and this and that. And, it, and it's, it's really hard to mess it up, you know. And I, you know, worked on the wife for a little bit. Ended up purchasing <laughs> one of these, you know, and uh, honestly, the first thing I made actually was uh, people thought it was crazy was a brisket, and um, and I actually did a pretty darn good job, you know, and, and the family followed with the food. Nice. Now I've done prime rib, huh. which is like scary because of the cost, right? You're like, sure. oh my god, I'm gonna ruin this meat and burn it, but <clears throat> I just followed, you know, different recipes to a T, and it's it's Im- amazing. It's like opened up a whole other world of cooking yeah. for me, you know. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fun. We we whenever I get bored and there's not a lot of weekends that I spend at home, but when there's a weekend I know I'm going to be at home, it always pops into my head like, all right, it's Costco time. Right, <laughs> go to sure. Costco and like they got some. I mean, they have some good cuts of meat there. Oh, they do yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, I've done I've done I think pretty much everything from ribs, beef, brisket. Um, I've I've done the prime rib once, and it was probably two years ago. I got to try that again. That sounds. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember it being better than my brisket, but. Um, it's some good stuff. I need you guys. I, I, were you yeah. there when I did yes. that beef brisket oh, yeah. up, at, really uh, up at camp? So yeah, I got a, sure. I got a smoker a little while ago, and I I did it easy. I got the electric smoker, and but same thing. It is it's, the it's Wi-Fi. electric as well, though too. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yep. Okay, that, that's a that's I thought it was, I thought the smoke was the indirect heat, but it uses the electric for the yep. heat element, and then the smoke it sends it feeds in. Oh, that's yep. cool. Yeah, so I got I got a charbroil uh, what they call simple stuff, which is a um, it's a drum cooker basically, and you drop in tray, um, and it's amazing, man. I we do a lot of camping, and I can throw that thing. It's only about two feet. That tall. is cool. It's portable, right? Yeah, and I can take that thing anywhere. So like camping time, oh my gosh, you want to make friends at a campground? Oh, for sure, right? <laughs> Start yeah. that smoker. Smoke. Yeah. So they'll they'll all come about five o'clock at night. Like, oh, what do you got over That's there? You know? So yeah, there's so many times like we because I'll do like a big three or four pound thing for my family, which would only eat like a pound. Right. Yeah. And you know, I'll go around and just pass it out because oh, I don't right. want to take it home. But yeah. uh, I just love cooking it. It's it's it is, great. it's a lot so. of fun. And then my wife and son a couple years ago bought me a Bradford did they? Yeah. Nice. Electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the the biscuit pellets. Yep. Mm-hmm. You you stack them up in there and it feeds the the yep. pellets in yep. and smokes. Yeah. I haven't done a lot of meat. I have done ribs. I've, tofu. I've done. Well, ribs are tofu. ribs are awesome. I've done. I did some corn I've done in the ribs. Yeah, I've done uh, game birds. Oh, okay. Pheasant, quail. You know what my favorite was. Salmon, fish. Yeah. Now that I've Smoke. done fish, salmon. Oh my god! Whitefish, yeah. salmon, yeah. trout. Yep. So I I do a maple glaze on it, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of maple, a yeah. little bit of seasoning, and you just let that. And it doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour and a half for That's a nice awesome. three pound play. And you're and you're in and out hour and a half smoking and you're done and it is phenomenal. Now w- one thing that somebody turned me on to and you guys you guys are going to start on me but nuts. There we go. Uh, Cashews, nuts. peanuts, hmm. almonds. You hickory candied. You can do. That. You do it from raw. Uh you do raw huh. cashews. 
I don't know you, where do you even get raw nuts, uh, Jamie. Do you have raw nuts? Yeah. No, I've seen them at Lawyer? Costco. Maybe. Yeah, I think I've oh, seen okay. it say raw it tastes before. a little different. You know, one thing I think is uh, intimidating. I think you for a lot stay of stay away from the red ones. Oh yeah, that's that. Uh, and the blue, blue, ones. blue ones. The blue yeah. ones. The blue ones are really bad. It's the tough one. I think what intimidates anyway. people is, uh, you know, when they talk about a brisket, right? They talk about the long cook time, right? But there's a lot of things that you can do that are shorter cook times, right? Good like the salmon, like you just said, mm-hmm. hour and a half. Chicken wings. How much? Yeah. How long does chicken yeah. wings? Wings are an hour, hour and a half. You know. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, and sometimes what I'll do is I'll, I'll smoke them for a certain temperature and then I'll move them over to grill to put a little sauce, let a little glaze on there. And yeah. But you can do a lot of shorter cook times as well. It's not always, or or if you're doing a brisket or you're doing something that takes a little bit longer, you know, let's put it in on a Saturday or Sunday. You're doing work around the yard or this or that, and it's it's ready by the time you're you know for dinner. You know, so, it's, it's yeah. Cool. So apparently, I'm the only loser here without a smoker. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. you know, actually, like, I, like I've been pressuring my wife like the last year really hard because I want a nice Traeger. Yeah. Know, well, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. that's. Um, uh, but I think mine was a buck thirty. Yeah, that's how much I paid for mine, yeah. and it works smart. So, but so I may have to lower my expectations. Yeah, mine, a little mine bit. was six hundred. Well, I think that's a it thing. Was, it's awesome. I don't think you need a six hundred dollar smoker, Brian. You know what though? It's you know to, you know, to you make sound good like my food. wife. <laughs> the biggest thing though is, is but the I don't temperature. Think it's all about temperature, yeah. and this thing is is on the money. You know, you put yeah. two twenty five, it keeps it constant. Yeah, don't worry about fluctuations. I, I can check it wherever I got to go. Well, that's what you get with an electric. Right, and that's why I chose an electric. Right, is because it is. It's not. It's not set it and forget it. But it is set it, and you don't have to monitor it as much as you would with a right. propane. And right. I was. Right. I've been looking at new ones because I. I have the electric one. I want to keep that. You know, but I, I want a little bit bigger one because mm-hmm. I do run out of space in the one that I have sometimes. And I've been looking at these ones that self-regulate the propane. Hmm. And I mean, they're, they're, you, you pay a little bit of premium for it, you know, but it, it'll turn the propane up and down depending on the temperature and it controls itself. Right. And that's, that's I think that to me, is, it's, it is, it's consistency. Yeah. And, and you know, that's a smoker that has a separate, separate smoke box. Um, no, well, typically with the propane ones, you have a smoking tray at the bottom and what you have to watch with those is because you have the smoking tray at the bottom, you can very easily get a grease buildup from the drippings that mm-hmm. actually starts a fire inside, like a grease fire, and right. you can get some really bad flare-ups from it. So they are they tend to be a little bit trickier um, when you're running propane with the with the with the smoking tray in it. There are indirect <coughs> ones that you can get. We've got, which, we've got one up at the cabin that we use quite a bit. Yeah, and the indirect runs I love. Um, I think you probably get a little bit better flavor though mm-hmm. when when that smoke is in directly under it because i think I that i think that you. helps with the drippings that are coming down to yeah, flavor the flavor the, the wood at the that same time sense. so right. so um, uh, one thing we were talking about chicken wings and i did get a nice christmas present this year i did get an air fryer i don't oh, know if anybody's nice. i've been oh. looking at those ever since oh you my god so i mean if everybody's telling me oh the wings are phenomenal i'm like dude yeah right there, you have to have oil. Like, you, it makes no sense. Like so I'm, a, I'm a wing guy. I don't, I don't know what that is. So what exactly? It's is like that? it's like a. They call it like it's like a big, a small convection oven, right? So instead of using oil, it just it's circulates, hot air. circulates the hot air. air. So yeah. I I went to Costco, got the big thing of fresh wings. I put a whole bag in there, and it takes about twenty, probably twenty five minutes. And oh my god, frozen I, I, from frozen no, or from no? fresh? Okay, so. It's just like the chicken breast at Costco, right? That you can get the little three pack yeah, and just okay. cut one yeah, off gotcha. and throw it in there. And I went to B Dubs and I bought a couple sauces. Oh my gosh! I swear to God, 
if I put a B-dubs wing next to my wing, you cannot tell the difference. So It crisps up just like you dumped it in peanut oil. Wow. It makes so, no sense. It blows things. my mind. Number one, it's called air do fire. you need oil? No. You don't put Nothing. anything None. in it. Nothing at all, and that so that that's I think that's the most because I thought you needed to put a little bit. Nope, nothing at all. It that's awesome. It makes that no sense. Cool. Have you done my downfall French fries? Yes. And how awesome. did they do? really? Yeah. Wow, nice. <laughs> I want to check that so, out. Uh, so well, I think start about the health benefits. Yeah. Of it. So yeah, I start sure. I start looking right? like on YouTube. I'm like, well, how do people cook wings? Freaking Gordon Ramsay has a whole channel dedicated to cooking in an air, air fryer. fryer. Oh my god! Really? You can learn like so much. Chili and coffee, and stuff. rubs, so steaks. We're cutting, we're cutting this thing early, yeah. and I'm I'm going to the store. <laughs> yeah, where do we get them? Right, right. Where, where, oh, where get them online. So, so my wife was on a trip with Dave's wife somewhere, no and boy. I fell asleep on the couch, and I woke up to an infomercial for the new one, the one that's bigger than mine, right? And this one has three trays. Instead of like a big basket, you can cook so much stuff in there. It has a rotisserie. Wow. Yes. Does it really? Oh my God. I'm just there in there drooling. I'm like, oh my God. So, is there a certain brain that's better than another for an air I fryer? think it's called the, is it the Magic Air Fryer, but it's the big one. I, oh, would, huh. I would get the infomercial deal. It's huh. crazy. That's cool. So I'm like, I almost pulled the trigger because it's like 150 bucks. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should get the new one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Because I um, like it so much. I, I've thought about buying them. Everything I've put in there, they got them at Costco. I think. Yeah, they've oh, got them, sure. Sam's, Costco. I see them all over. Huh. You know, I was at... Uh, um, I, was I at never would have believed I was it at Home I did. Depot. Bath and Beyond. I was at Home like Depot a couple weeks ago, fire. and I, I've been... Uh, same Depot. same guy that recommended me this pellet grill to me, he also has a charcoal grill, right? <clears> and I uh, was walking by. I'm always in Home Depot. I, I live in Home Depot. And... Uh, they had this on clearance, this $350, $350 Weber charcoal grill with a table and everything on clearance for $150. And I so happened to have a $50 gift card. Then I had a $10 off card. I got it for like $90, right? And I bought a charcoal grill, old-fashioned charcoal grill. And I, I used it a couple weeks ago, and it was it was pretty sweet, you know? That's something I can't do. It was sweet. It was so easy. It had like yeah. you put the charcoal in the starter thing. You yeah, put and you start it. But here's my problem. My problem is the time. You know what though? It's it's. it's I guess it's. You know what? It's a um. Because you got to you got to start hobby, the right? charcoal. It's no, no, no. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong right. with it. And the food no. tastes it's, better on yes. charcoal. It was no it was doubt. Awesome. It tastes better than. But charcoal. I know what you're saying. I just can't. Love. I I just no. And 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 I just I don't know, man. Like I, you got to start the charcoal. You got to monitor cool. the temperature a little bit more closely. And then you you have to you have to wait. An hour, hour and a half, maybe two after you're done before yeah. you can empty the thing out. Well, I get what like, you're saying with that. Do but something else I don't with, know, yeah. man. It was it was cool. I only did it once, and I yeah. bought like a crap load. No, of what charcoal, I have, but... what I have looked at are those dual grills, the one where you got charcoal on one side and you got propane on the other side. So like, oh, I can feel like a man. So right. it's like, oh, I got charcoal. I don't use it, huh. but I got it. <laughs> I remember. I remember when the grills first started coming out. They actually used to give you the lava rocks or something. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, now you buy a grill and don't even have that anymore. Yeah. So I got I got lava ceramic. rocks in my front yard, so I just pull right. some from there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what. But that helps. I tell you what. I wouldn't. I would never. I would never own a propane grill without lava rocks. It just it evens out the temperature so Do they much. Still and, even sell it? I, I was gonna say I just bought a well, grill a couple years go ago. To, go to buy lava rocks. Oh, you five just bucks. Yeah, yeah, five bucks for a, go to a, a bag garden, or whatever. A yeah, just garden. Go to a garden place and, and buy them. Just um, them but I'll tell you, man, the the flavor that you get out of out of that after it's seasoned. Right. Amazing. Okay. Huh. So and that's a benefit of the I'm lava rocks. The, it spreads I'm doing the, the heat out. Regular grill wrong, I guess. Yeah. 
but uh, huh. yeah, I, I do that all the time. Um, so okay, so let's talk about the accoutrements. So um, I like to make my own barbecue sauce from scratch. I so did that I, once, and it yeah. was pretty fun. It was. Did, was it good? It was good. You know, we you, went, you, had we a, did, you had a look in your. your we had a recipe. Like, I did it once. Well, but. the only thing is, is we did the recipe that we had, and it was awesome. It was good. It tasted great. But then by the time this recipe that we had, like there was probably like fifteen or twenty different ingredients you had to have, and it was, uh, it was crazy. You know, I mean, it was. Yeah. It was. It turned out great. We had it by molasses and all this stuff, and it. Yeah. It was awesome. So My what daughter, did you? Do you remember what you used as your base? Oh, geez, it's been a while, but... Because uh, there's some people that use ketchup as a base, ketchup. and that's kind of the you know, quote-unquote cheater's way, yeah, or you can make ketchup. it like, yeah, you, you, can, you can tomato paste it with or, and, you yeah. know, with they vinegar like tomato and paste, kind of Right, thing, vinegar, so. molasses, I did one, all kind of stuff. I did one with orange juice wow. as the base. So tomato paste and orange juice as the base, and that was amazing. That was really, really good. Different, but good. So, wow, that's cool. So there are like, like so many different rubs out there too, right? Yeah. You can make your own. Um, I kind of got a place um, that's close to us that sells them for four or five dollars. It's it's pretty cool, man. You have to try mine. Yeah, I was gonna say there's so I many. I make it for I make it for all the people at work, and they it's like, a lot of fun. It's awesome. You so. know who has really good meat rubs and stuff? Weiss meat rubs. Um, You're right. Weiss is meat rubs. I don't know if I've had their rub. <laughs> Um, I know what you're saying, though. I actually just went there this past weekend and bought some steaks because it's just awesome to go to a butcher sometimes. And yeah, I got a really like local two Italian guys by my house, and uh, they I mean, they have a lot of different they have buffalo and they have all that kind of stuff. Um, they have really good cuts of meat. They don't have the they don't have the rubs though, but again, like I'm that guy, like I don't like paying other people what I can do myself and for cheaper. So you know, you know the what's first awesome? time, like when I got in, when I got into like doing the rubs and all that stuff, I'd buy like I'd buy the McCormick crap, right? And I'm looking at this, going, "This is really good," but I look at the ingredients, going, "Garlic, yeah, salt, I got salt, every, pepper." Well, I got all right, that in my sure. cupboard. I got everything in my cupboard. You know what? Too, I think is um is under underestimated, and I I kind of want to get a good rub down. <laughs> if you say down. A1 <laughs> nice. sauce, yeah. uh, oh. oh, I mean, yeah, what I want to do that is underrated. You're <laughs> but right. let's say you get hooked on something that you have to if buy. You say right? A1 sauce, I'm punching you. In no, the no, no, no. Away. But let's say you get hooked on, let's say uh, <laughs> a, a certain rub that you have to buy from us somewhere, right? And let's say uh, ten years down the road they close, and they, oh my god, I can't get it anymore. Whereas the way you do, where you're making your own. You'll always have it for Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I, I really use it for everything. Cool. Like, it, it, it's one of those rubs that, like, you can use on fish, you can use on red meat, you can use on white meat. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's good, but, yeah. Not keto-friendly, but it works. <laughs> so That's cool. some sugars in it. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. It really is, right? Yeah. So have you have you smoked everything you want to smoke? You know, I, I went on such a, a craze there for a while when I first got it. I mean, from ribs countless amount of times to a bunch of wings, did uh, briskets. Um, but no, I don't think I ever even scratched the surface, to be honest with you. I, I went through like a, a, a craze where I was going nuts with it, and then I just kind of took a break. But like uh, just talking with you guys with fish, I mean, I've never done fish yet I want to try. Um, there's so many different other things. Dave's I got a bunch try. in his freezer. You should grab some. Yeah, I'd like to try some different <laughs> stuff. So what is... Um, Talk that so so. What are some of the tips that you've learned when smoking? A couple that I have, but like, what are some of like the the things to watch or the things to know? Anything um, that jumps to mind? I mean, I think honestly, I think there's um, 
just even the way that you, um, what you do with the, the meat itself, right? Uh, How do to, you prep it? To like prepping it and then actually letting it sit out for a certain amount of time instead of like throwing it on right away where it's cold or even after like a So brisket. what do you do? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on what piece of meat you're, you're doing. You know, if it's a piece of brisket, um, you know, you got to let it sit out for, for at least an hour, get to room temperature. Um, I try to get it spiced up the night before and let it kind of set in and, mm-hmm. and marinate there for a while. You ever brine it? Brine any of your meat? Um, you mean like try to inject it? You're saying no, 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 like like salt water over salt water. Oh no, um, no, I never had to try that. See, there's all these different tricks mm-hmm. that everyone. No, has there that, is, and, but that's the thing is, is cool. you can do it a thousand different ways, For sure, and it's all good. So that's what I was wondering. I know, I know, Cedar he does a ton of smoking, really, really good yeah. at it too, and he brines a lot of the stuff that he did. That he does. You know, one mistake that I think that we did. Uh, for years and years that I didn't even really, really know that it is, especially with steak or any kind of meat, when you take it off the grill, you got to let it sit, sit. for a while, yep. right? Yeah. Because then all the juices, you know, you, you do that yeah. and all, they get, all they the get juices. They get Right. The and meat like, puckers like a butt. And right. Like and you if you let it, let it yeah. exactly, you let it sit for, for a while and then let the juices come back. Yeah. It, it's a totally different taste, right? And I, I mean, I grew up, okay, it's done, it's cooked, ready, start eating right away, right? Right. But that's yeah, because I mean, yeah, when it's done, it's like, all right, eat it, let's get out the door. We got things to do. Right. So, and I'm a firm believer in room temperature meat. <clears throat> you know, take letting some, it come back to room temperature. Yep. Or starting at room temperature when you're cooking it, grilling it, smoking it, whatever. You don't take a a piece of meat out of the refrigerator and stick it directly on. Oh the man, grill. there's some restaurants out there that would that would murder you right now. For yeah, I know. They got those. Do you ever see those new restaurants where they? You cook it at the table. They bring you out like Black a rock. rock. Yeah, have, they bring yeah. you out a rock that's like you know yeah. seven hundred degrees, yeah. and they they get it started, but then you finish cooking it at the right. table. Like I don't know how I'm not I feel. Sure, about I that. feel about that either. And I had a, a guy at work keep telling me and telling me it's the greatest thing, but I'm like, you know what? For the price you're paying, I want someone to cook it for me. Well, I'm that, like, that's exactly know. my point. Yeah, What's know? the difference between me going home and starting up my grill? I've been there once, right. you know? and it didn't impress me. I can get a cast iron and put it in my oven, exactly. get it up to 500 degrees and cook Dude, that thing. Exactly. That's fine. We went to one of but those. I don't, need to pay, I don't need to pay somebody to bring right. me a hot plate and a meat. For sure. So, I went to uh, one of those fondue places, and uh, they had, like, we did the melted cheese and the melted chocolate, mm-hmm. dipped strawberries and all that stuff, and I'm just like... How, how much is the bill after this? Yeah. I'm like, it was, yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. Wasn't so. into that. So, yeah. So one of the things that I have uh, learned, and, and, and you learn pretty quickly, and I guess this is more for those that might want to try to get into it, is that do be aware of how much time it's going to take. And I think the biggest fault that you make is looking because what'll happen? What'll happen a lot of times? This is what happened to me when I first started. Before I became smart about this stuff, is you put the meat on, and you're cooking it at two twenty five, and it's coming up the temperature like crazy, right? Like it's hitting one forty, one fifty, like within the first two or three hours, and you're like, "Well, shoot, man, I'm planning on this thing being done for a five o'clock dinner. This thing's going to be done at one o'clock at this rate, right?" right? But what you don't realize is that right at about the 160 to 170 mark, that sweet spot, it slows to absolutely nothing for a good three hours. For sure. If you if you don't if you don't do anything manual at that point to help it increasing temperature and get into one of the things. Yeah. So what ends up happening, like scientifically, what ends up happening is that that's the point in time where the water within the meat starts to evaporate. 
And when that water evaporates, it's taking the heat with it. So that's what takes so long. And yep. so you'll notice, like, to get from, like, 160 to 175, um, you're going to see that take a good three, three and a half hours because it has to evaporate that water out of there before it comes back up and starts to go back up so in temperature. And then you only know, have another hour or two. I didn't know that. So wow. that that's one of the one of the one of the big things. Like I always think I, I always because what I used to do is I always think to myself, shh, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with my smoker. Like you would think like, okay, it's this linear line up to temperature and right. then you're done. It just takes a while for it like, to get wow, there. it's cool, man. But it it's like going. it ramps up really quickly and then it dies off for three hours, four hours, and then you're back up again. And I think one of the biggest mistakes <clears throat> people make including myself at first was you're you've always got a tendency to open that door on the smoker and look and see what's going on i might be guilty of that but that's why i'm looking at ones with windows right <laughs> right you know once you, once you get like a certain amount of things done like you do ribs a bunch of yeah. times so that like i already know wings i throw them on season yeah. them boom i don't even mess around for about at least an hour yeah you kind of get certain things down based on what you're, you got to learn your smoker or your yeah. piece of equipment that you're going right. to use, right? Absolutely. So then you get things down and. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the temperature thing, like one of the techniques to get it through that, that curve more quickly is to do what Brian was saying is to wrap it. So you mm-hmm. get it to that temperature and then you you're wrap talking about it a brisket, in, right? Brisket, but you can also do it with uh, pork as well. Same thing. Right. Um, so you wrap it in tin foil. That tin foil, obvious reasons, it keeps the it keeps the heat in, like redirects the re- meat back to mac to it, and keeps that steam, and it helps cook the meat a little bit fa- right. faster. So I think there are some downfalls to that, and one of the downfalls that that I've realized is that if you don't if you wrap it too tightly or you seal it too well. You'll end up, you know, there, there's always that thick that that crust that you want on it, right? When it's right. done, that crispy crust. Uh huh. And if you if you seal it too much and you don't let some of that water evaporate out, you're gonna get a mushy, softer crust right. on it. So what I'll typically do is That's I won't point. I won't and my, my smoker allows me to do this. It might be different, you know, from one smoker to the other, but mine's a drum smoker. So I can I can just lay tinfoil on top. I don't have to wrap it at all. I lay it on top, which just keeps that that evaporated water down and keeps the the, the heat redirecting down. It probably it probably takes off about a good hour and a half of smoke smoke time with it because it keeps that temperature kind of building up a little bit. And then as soon as it hits the 170 mark, or I, I see it and I check it for a half hour and it's gone up for two half hours in a row, I pull that tin foil right back up right. to make sure that I'm going to get that crust again. And then at that point, it's okay. Am I going to glaze it? You know, what's my next step? Am I glazing it for the last 45 minutes and jacking the temperature up? You know, what am I going to finish it you off? Know, I, watched, or am I, just uh, um, go? I watched the video and then um, they had all these like, I don't know, they were these guys that are like top, top barbecuers or top smoker guys, you yeah. know, and they did three different briskets, three different ways. Um, they did it where they, they cooked it where they didn't put any wrapping on it at all. They did it where they wrapped it after that at the, at the stall in, in aluminum foil. And then they also wrapped it on the third one in that red butcher's paper, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, which everyone talks about as well. And out of the three, they all turned turned out great. They all loved them all the greatest, um, except for they actually all agreed that they liked the one that they did not wrap at all. Because it had the harder crust. You get yeah, had the harder crust. crust. 
Yeah. And it had just had a really good taste to it yeah. because of the crust. I don't think you force that temperature up as quickly as well, and I right. think you get a more tender meat out of it. So yeah. one of the mistakes I made early on is is overloading the smoker too. Yeah. So I've I've had um yeah, I got a couple layers that I can do within my smoker. And what I what I have found is that you really can't deal with multiple layers because gravity um works against you, meaning that when you're smoking, you got and you have two layers of meat one over the other. You have one that's dripping on the the one underneath of it, Mm -hmm. and that will keep that bottom meat way cooler than the upper meat. So if you're going to do it, you got to recognize that it's going to take longer. Like if you pull them out and you expect them to be the same, not even close. You got to leave that other one in longer or put a meat that's not going to take as long. Um, on the lower side, if you're going to do multiples, but I like, I tried to do two, uh, pork shoulders at the same time. I think they're sh- yeah, shoulders. Um, and that, that was the issue I had. I'm, I'm doing one, like I had the probe in the upper one and I pulled it out and I'm looking at the other one going, what the heck? <laughs> and I'm, it clicked in my head. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you think about it, the grease is dripping on the other one and it's keeping it, it's, it's keeping right. it cooler. Cause it's now just one of the things I want to try and I've, I've had the opportunity, one of the guys up North. His wife smokes cheese. My neighbor's See, okay, so here's, to get into that. Yeah. Here's what I can't I can't He likes it. He likes yeah. it. Yeah, I have smoked cheese. I like smoked cheese, but I don't think I can do that because I well, maybe I can. I'm just trying to you can't do it with any heat at no. all. It's gotta be just the smoke part of it. Well, so it, I guess you'd it, have to you'd have to you'd have to not turn it to temperature. It can be just it can be heated. It's just got to be extremely low heat. Oh, super low. Yeah. yeah, because you can't if you if you get the cheese to the point where the oil start to separate inside, yeah. you're over. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You're done. Um, so it's more I've like never, a dry. I've never smoke tried it. Thing, is it so. good? Have you oh tried yeah, it? smoked it, cheese is smoked like, cheese, really hickory good? smoked cheese mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can get it where it's that's the other thing is you can get it where it's super smoky. Super smoky. I don't like super smoky. No. Yeah, I don't Just like any so, super smoky. Nice tin. I made that right. mistake too when I first started is to say, oh, it's a smoker. You smoke all the way through. Right. 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 You're gonna go, you're gonna go all the way. You just keep loading that smoke. The more smoke, the better. And I did that. Um, and I, you can make mistakes with, with some meat. Some meats are worse forgiving than other, but what's not forgiving is poultry. Poultry yeah, sure. absorbs that smoke yeah. so intensely. Yeah. It might be good it, the first at the taste, but then it leaves such an aftertaste. It, right? it, it becomes bitter and dry almost, right. even though the even though the meat's not bitter and dry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've ruined many turkey breasts and stuff doing. Yep. Yeah, you oversmoke it. You oversmoke like it, and that's I think that's worse. That is so much worse than just not doing it at all. I mean, when you oversmoke a, I've had, po- a that's bird, the thing. we've had it's a few horrible. pieces like that, and that's why I like. It was hard to sell it at first to my to my family, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to just buy it. Is that what you did? It, is right? a is, is a chicken a turkey? Is that what? no? I just we had a few pieces from from people that. Oh, gotcha. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I get it. So that's like, why we, they gave it to me because like, they didn't like right. it. Right. They're like, we don't think we're gonna like this, you know. Yeah. But it, it's it's it was so it's so easy the the type that I have actually yeah. that I almost feel like I'm cheating in a sense, you know, because yeah. I don't have to worry about um yeah I just uh, keep make sure the hopper's full with whatever pellet that I want and then just put it on there like a normal grill and set the temperature and walk away, you know? Yeah. I, I typically will smoke for the first half of it or the, the, in, in that, that's, well, I, it's not typically, I'm going to say nowadays it's usually 
all that I do because the first half of it, until you form that crust on the outside, that's where all your flavor infusing comes. Right. right? You you still got a layer that you can penetrate into the into the meat and you can absorb that flavor. Once that thick crust starts to form, you don't get a ton of that flavor. Now mm-hmm. it's all about just the caramelization of For the sure. outside of it. And so I'll typically God, only just smoke getting it. Hungry now, just I know, it. right? <laughs> I typically will only smoke it for like the first. If it's an eight-hour smoke, I'll typically only smoke it for the first four hours, um, and then I'll 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 sometimes blast it at the end just because I now, think it yours, adds a little bit of flavor. But I think that's more mental. Yours, than how do you technical. how do you like? Can you still then you regulate the heat? And then you just what do you mean? How do you shut the smoke off on yours? What do you mm. what do you mean smoke it? So so the way my smoker works is I have a smoker box. It's and it's just a box. So. I can I can literally just pull the box out and empty it out if I if I want to be done. So I, I can use wood chips or I can use pellets, not the discs, but I can use pellets or wood chips in, in this tray. Tray slides in, and on my smoker, um, it doesn't work the way that the manufacturer made it. You're supposed to be able to hit the smoker button, and it's supposed to uh, heat the smoker tray up and start everything on fire. I've never had it actually start automatically, so I've always had to manually start the flame uh-huh. or the, the smokes. I always, I always keep... Um, uh, like a creme brulee,er or they call it like a hand torch on hand. Uh-huh. I'll start the smoke oh, and I'll okay. smoke it. So I'll watch it and like it, it'll remind, like the thing will remind me every forty five minutes. Go check the smoke, whatever. It's if it's out, torch. I'll keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. But that last, like one once I'm like three hours in, I'll fill the smoke back up box up for the last time and I'll just let it go. It's done. Um, so it'll be out of smoke and I don't replace any wood chips or any wood pellets of that. But it'll point, keep the so. temperature. Or you yeah. Cause it's electric. So I got electric for the oh, heat and okay. then it's just a separate wood box. Oh. It's literally, it's, I mean, it's literally a tray that you pull saying. in and out with just wood chips. So in it's it. getting heat from the light. Yeah. Okay, so it's okay. going to, it's sense. getting heat from the electric and the, the smoke That's is okay. purely for flavor. Oh, cool. So it's, uh, it works really well. And now one some, of the best things I've had smoked and it sounds kind of weird. My brother-in-law smoked chili. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So you ba- of, you basically make it first. You make you, you make, know what? Let's say it's kind of weird, but it's not. You know, it, it, it reminds me. Um, I I have a buddy that um smoked ground meat. That that. So the he did um cooks the ground meat. You can't because you can't really. You, you got to be able to it, yeah right. because if, if you don't smoker. do it beforehand, it's just going to be one big meatloaf. Right. Right. So cook it beforehand, but then you smoke it for about an hour. Just let it simmer in its own juices and smoke it. And he did it in a chili. So he didn't smoke the chili. He smoked the chi- the, the meat before he put it in the chili. Yeah, I heard burgers. Really I heard good. burgers yeah. are really good, too. Yeah, burgers. I heard tomatoes. Uh, yeah. I mean, just not, not to change the subject, but okay. I heard tomatoes and corn on the cob are amazing yeah. smoked. Yeah, I heard corn on the cob as well. Poppers. Poppers, jalapeno. I made jerky. I made jerky. Mm. I got a really awesome jerky. You recipe. did make jerky. Yep. So I what temperature? Okay. So what temperature do you put that at? So uh, the turkey, are you doing it at two twenty five? Like little yeah, setting. Yeah, two twenty five is a pretty good setting. Yeah, I think it was at two twenty five. You know, what? I, I honestly, I'd have to. No, I don't think that's correct. I, I'd have to look at the recipe to be honest with you. I think it at first you start at like five hundred. I think it starts really? at a higher temperature, and then you lower it down afterwards. You, you're doing the strips. Yeah, we cut them the in strips, and I, I got a recipe from um, from a buddy of mine. It, it actually in, involves Dr. Pepper and jalapenos, and it comes out. I'll have to send it to you. It's amazing, and I'll send it to you because I, I, I wish I would. If we would know your time, I would have read. No, up that's recipe, all right. But. So when I was growing up as a kid, we used to make beef jerky at home. My, not not on a smoker, not on a grill. In the oven. Yeah, and we used to do it. So you used to get um, like strip steaks or whatever. Not strip steaks, but steaks, and then make strips out of it. Uh-huh. 
Lay them on the rack. We used to put toothpicks through the top, yep. right? Hang so so it's got this little you know this little oh, you know, let it hang through peg, the grate and you let it hang through the yep. grate oh, cool. and so you would set you would set the oven at like two hundred degrees, and but the key is you have to prop the oven open. Right. Yep. So you yeah, set it at two hundred degrees and we would put like a spoon in it you know to keep the oven from shutting all the way to let the because the, the key with that is same thing with that with the smoking technique you have to let the water come out of it. Mm-hmm. So you have to let the water evaporate from the oven or else it will never turn into beef jerky. Beef jerky, you're, what are you doing? You're dehydrating the meat. That's right. really all you're doing. So you prop that open, but it was amazing. What it, what The best part about it was the flavor, and what we used to do is marinate it in smoke, liquid smoke. Oh, so we yeah. used to take – so, so you know, doing it on a smoker, if I wanted to try it, I haven't tried it yet – but I just remember, like, that beef jerky, we used to marinate it in liquid smoke. I think it was molasses and, like, some other seasonings. And so you let it go for, like, th- two days. And then you, 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 do it in the, you do it in the oven, and it was amazing stuff. Yeah, I've been there. Stuff. It's amazing good. It's stuff, good, dr- good old, old school way to do yeah, the jerky. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. That's awesome. But uh, no, man, I, I I can't wait. I mean, we I I actually, I, the reason why I was on my mind is not only am I hungry, but I uh-huh. la- this last weekend... One of the first weekends I was home for a while for like two days in a row, which is rare. And uh, that's I got it in my head. I'm like, I'm like, I know it's the middle of winter, but I got to do it. Perfect time to do I it. I got to do it. Perfect time so, to do it. Yep. So I lit it up and uh, man, good stuff. So my, my in-laws came over and we uh, made two, uh, we made pork tenderloins, which I haven't done before. I don't know if I'd do it again. It came in out. the smoker? Yeah, you know the problem with pork tenderloins is 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 there's there's just there's just not enough fat content in it. That's like a staple at our house. Yeah, and I love pork tender. I do pork tenderloin. I love a maple glazed pork tenderloin. You give me a maple glazed pork tenderloin, it's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite yeah. things in the world. Teriyaki, um, all of them. But this, it came out a tad dry, and I think that's I think it's just because of the cut of the meat. That's why it's really like I've always been like, dude, how amazing would it be to do a venison, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can. Right. I think it'd be so hard to do it. I think you would have to, if you were going to do it, you would have to glaze and baste the crap out of it to the point where it probably wouldn't be worth it at that Maybe point. try to inject it with yeah, I was going to yeah. say, the other yeah. thing you can do is try to inject it before you smoke it. Yeah, I just, I worry about the, because there's that point in time where, like, it's going to be cooked all the way through no matter what, and that fat content plays a huge role in how moist that that meat comes out at the end of it, because you're basically just dissolving. As we all know, venison is like Zippo. Oh, yeah. There's there's nothing to it. There's no, I mean, it's one of the leanest meats you can get, so. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, we got to go, man. I'm starving. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Made us hungry, man. (laughs) So thanks for joining, everybody, and uh, we will see you here on the uh, next podcast. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yay. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. 
Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.